Hi! Welcome to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we chat with Jansen Harkins, forward for the Winnipeg Jets, signed a new two-year deal recently. What's he doing this offseason? We'll also catch up with Finn Higgins, former Winnipeg Westman wrestler, inducted into the Canada West Hall of Fame. He now does stun work for movies. Hear his life story coming up on the podcast. Saturday night, the Winnipeg Jets announced they'd agree to terms with forward Jansen Harkins on a two-year contract. And Jansen now joins us on the CJOB Sports Show. Jansen, uh, congrats on the new deal and welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for thanks for having me. So uh, tell me about the, the process that led to you signing a two-year deal. You weren't a restricted free agent for all that long. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it kind of came together pretty quickly, I guess. Uh, I mean, it doesn't really feel like that. I mean, since we've been, we've been off for a few months now, I mean, you kind of have it sitting in the back of your mind. So, uh, it felt like, uh, longer than that. You mentioned you've been off for a, a while now. It's been two and a half months since the season ended for the Winnipeg Jets. What have you been up to? Um, yeah, not not too much. I mean, just back, uh, I'm from Vancouver originally. So just back in Vancouver, uh, just, uh, training, uh, hanging out with friends and family and, um, yeah, just trying to enjoy my, my off season here. I mean, uh, once we kind of get going, you know, it's pretty nonstop for, for the eight or nine months where we're in town. So, uh, just try to get away from it a little bit at the start. And then obviously just kind of back in the gym and on the ice now and, um, yeah, getting going again. So what kind of things do you get up to in BC for fun in the summer? Uh, I mean, pretty much everything. I think that's, uh, that's what I love about living down here. I mean, uh, I got the ocean and the mountains and, uh, just good things to do outside. I mean, I got my dog and, uh, my, my, like I said, my parents and my family all live down here. So just, uh, lots of stuff outside if it's on the water, um, kind of in the forest and in the trails and stuff like that. But, um yeah it's been it's been a super busy busy summer so far just with uh getting back to kind of real life again without as much covid and uh getting to go to you know some some more normal things like weddings and and events and and just traveling a little bit extra this year so uh it's been a lot of fun any special spots you got to visit so far uh in vancouver or in in bc just in general yeah in general, I mean, yeah, it's in. Uh, we've kind of been bouncing all over the place this last month, but um, usually every or most most weekends we try to get away and um, do something different, uh, kind of locally. I mean, we've been um, all over kind of BC just driving the last month, and uh, we did a family trip uh, down to Hawaii right after the season. So, um, like I said, I think just trying to get away from. Uh, the rink a little bit to start and then now it's been it's been a little bit calmer calmer now just kind of getting back into my training and everything like that so um, yeah just trying to enjoy trying to enjoy the weather and uh, soak it in soak in the sun for as long as I can so did you try surfing in uh, Hawaii or did you grow up surfing at all living in BC Um, I didn't grow up surfing I mean I grew up a lot with with uh, different water sports I mean uh we we had uh my dad we had uh like a ski boat growing up so we did a lot more like water sports like wakeboarding uh water skiing tubing that type of thing growing up but uh being in the ocean and then surfing is something i've kind of started to do the last couple years um 
in Hawaii and then Tofino out here in BC. So um, I did go surfing um, in Hawaii and I've been a couple of times in Tofino in the last couple of years. So uh, yeah, I would say that's, that's definitely up there now with one of my favorite things to do in the summer. I don't really get to do it too often, but, uh, and, and I'm also not that good at it, but um, I like to, to get out there and I mean, it's nice. It's nice to be on the water and pretty peaceful. So uh, that's something I would, I would love to kind of do more and, and get a bit better at that's for sure. So, Take me back to uh, May then. The season ends for the Winnipeg Jets. Do you pay attention to the playoffs after the season ends or do you just kind of zone out of hockey for a bit? Yeah, I keep I keep an eye on it. Obviously, uh, the last couple of years, I've gotten to know a couple of guys who, who, who are making runs in the playoffs. Uh, if it's from our team or just guys locally, I know. So I like to keep an eye on it and, and obviously uh, rooting for them. So, um but in saying that, I mean, right after the season, it's it's hard not to kind of zone out and, and just get away from it a little bit and, and get some space. I mean, personally, I think everyone's different with that type of stuff. But um, I honestly don't really watch any TV in the summertime. I mean, um, usually when I when I get done with my day and I start watching TV, I'm, I'm about in about five or ten minutes. So uh, it doesn't last too long. But, I, I mean, sports is always different. It's nice to kind of tune into some sports here and there. But I would say I'm honestly – more into the playoff basketball at this point. I think uh, uh, just being around hockey all season. I think when you're out, you, for me personally, I, it's it's kind of hard. Uh, it's kind of hard to watch, and you want to still be playing. But I mean, it's it's fun to watch other sports. I've always enjoyed kind of basketball, uh, football, um, baseball. Watching other sports is kind of uh, pretty therapeutic for me because I always played uh, a lot of sports growing up. Also, did you play basketball? Uh, yeah, not very well. That was probably the worst sport for me, but, uh, um, uh, it's still fun to watch. I had a couple, uh, a couple like contacts in, in the basketball world still. So I try to kind of keep tabs on that. And, um, I mean, my favorite sport probably is football. Cause I come from a football family. My dad's, uh, my dad's from, from Cleveland and I got a lot of family down there. So, uh, shout out brownies and, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much my team. Um, and in baseball, baseball is such a fun thing to watch in the summertime in person more so than than TV. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty into the football in the season. Um, Brooksy, we we uh, played together at the end of the year, and I know he's a big Browns fan too, um, Winnipeg Boys. So, uh, shout out, Brooksy. Do you have a CFL team? Uh, no, not really. I think uh, I might have been to gone to a couple Lions games growing up in Vancouver, but I've actually never been to a Blue Bombers game yet, so hopefully maybe next season and uh, can can link up for one of those. I think it's it's tough to, to really go to CFL games, obviously, because their season overlaps uh, when we're in Winnipeg with training camp and everything, but um, I mean, I'd love to get out to a, to a CFL game one of these days. So looking at uh, the next couple months then, you've been trying to, to relax, of course, but when does it really get serious with the training? Um, I mean, it's it's getting there. I think, uh, I mean, the first few weeks is kind of, yeah, just decompress and, and try to get away, at least personally. I think everyone's different also with the training. Um, everyone's got got things that works for them. And um, for me, it's it kind of picks up around this time of year, I think, um, Every every year is also a little different. I think with with it, some age and a little bit more experience, you kind of get to know uh, what makes your body feel good and, and feel good on the ice. So, 
um, I've been in the gym quite a lot and then I'll start getting on the ice a bit more. Um, there's, there's so many, there's so many things going on with, with in terms of hockey and training now with different types of, uh, on ice things you can do or, or what you like to do on the ice. So I like to try to get out there a little bit by myself, uh, in the start of the summer and then, um, turn it into a bit more group stuff, uh, closer to camp. So I'm kind of right in the in between right now. So it's, it's busy, but it's nothing too crazy. Have you talked to new coach Rick Bonus yet? Um, yeah, I spoke with him uh, just the other day, actually. So um, I, I don't know, I don't know Rick really at all. But um, everything I heard, I think he's he's talked to most of the guys, and um, he's got such a good rep, rep, reputation around um, the league, obviously in hockey, and and uh, just the type of person he is. So uh, I think everyone's super excited to kind of get to know him a little bit more, and. Um, yeah, see see what the, this year and this camp has in store for us. Obviously, um, it'll be a lot different kind of coming in this year because things are a lot different just with the organization and the staff and everything. So um, it's exciting. Do you know what kind of role you're going to try to fight for at camp, or is that too early in the summer to say? Yeah, I'm, you know, I have I have no idea. I think uh, for me, it was just trying to work out a contract, obviously, and then uh, just coming to camp. I mean, I don't think it's ever going to really change, uh, at least right now for me. It's just come in and try to be in good shape and, and um, show what I can do. I think even even when you're kind of, you know all the coaches and you know all the type of stuff, I mean, you still want to come into camp and, and uh, prove yourself. So I think everything's still the same for, for all the guys coming in. It's just obviously try to make a good impression and um, start off on, on the right note. Do you pay attention to the reporting that goes on surrounding your team, whether it was the stuff around Mark Scheifele right after the season ended or more lately with Pierre-Luc Dubois? Um, I mean, you, you hear some of it. I, I don't think, uh, I don't think anyone really pays too, too close attention to it. I think, um, I mean, it's like anything, you know, there's some stuff that's uh, more personal and some stuff that's not, completely accurate so it's it's kind of hard to get caught up in too much of that stuff i think um i mean in terms of both those guys are both really good players really good guys and um obviously you'd want both of them on your team so uh i don't think anyone's too concerned about that and uh, i think we're just kind of excited to get going again and and uh see what we can kind of do in camp and get the team kind of back together and gelled and and make a good run at it this year well, Jansen, I appreciate your time tonight. Thanks for coming on the show. Congrats on the new deal. And best of luck as you uh, get going in the summer. Enjoy it, and we'll talk to you in the fall. Okay. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, let's just get right into our next guest now. A three-time national champion wrestler, Finn Higgins, the latest Winnipeg Westman, to be granted induction into the Canada West Hall of Fame. The product of Oklahoma made Canada his home after a standout career with the Westman wrestling team. He never lost. He won three straight national championships from 2015 through 17, winning gold at 90K in 2015, moved up to 100K the following year and captured conference and national gold 2017. Same thing. Three for three, graduated. Amazing stuff. And I had the chance to chat with Finn last week. It was a fun conversation. I asked him off the bat how it felt to receive this latest honor. Coming to Winnipeg was the best decision I ever made. Completely changed my life and met all the most important people in my life at that university or through that university. 
sort of, you know, it, it was, I haven't wrestled in, I don't even know now, but a few years, five years. And then, so to be reminded of something that was really so important to me and then to have it celebrated you know, I mean, permanently is a, it's a, it's an, it was an emotional feeling. I'm sure it's a question you've been asked before, whether it's by people that met you at the school or by people interviewing you. How did someone from Oklahoma end up in Winnipeg wrestling? Long story short, University of Winnipeg had both wrestling team and a theater and film program. And I wanted to go to a place where I could do both. I ended up visiting and coach, my coach, Adrian Bruce, fantastic recruiter. And he was a, he was a wonderful human being and met everybody on the team, loved them, visited the theater and film program. It was incredible. Um, and you know what I visited, it was in 20, let's see, let's work backwards. I think it was 2014, maybe it was winter of 2014 and it was cold as hell. You know, specifically when you walk down uh, between the Duckworth and, you know, the building on the other side, like down the Recplex, you walk down that way and the wind is unbelievable. And I remember being hit in the face by that wind and it, it cuts right through you. There's nothing like it. If you haven't experienced Winnipeg wind, it, it's something special, not fun, but I got hit in the face by that wind. I was like, holy hell, that hurts. And I want to go here. And it's a testament to how much I loved that first experience, how much I, I felt drawn to the place. What did you know about Winnipeg when, or when you took that trip or did you know much about the city? Nothing. I knew nothing about the city. I, 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 I showed up, knew nothing, met everybody, got, got in the face of that gust of wind and it woke me up and I said, okay, this is where I'm meant to be. How cold does it get in Oklahoma? It does not get very cold in Oklahoma. <laughs> now, Oklahoma's got tornadoes. Right. And there's, I've never personally been directly affected, but I have slept in the bathtub a couple of times. And tornadoes are scary. You know what, to be honest? Cold, cold builds character. Tornadoes are scary. I'll take the cold any day of the week. <laughs> well, the cold, you just have to bundle up. Tornadoes are quick, but they could they could kill you. Yeah, yeah they're a little scary. Yeah. So... When you come to Winnipeg, Ben, did you have an expectation for how your wrestling career would go? No, no, I, I, I didn't really know. To be honest, when I came, I, I, I was a, uh, like I wrestled, I wrestled since I was, uh, since I was twelve. I'd taken it very seriously, but I, I never had quite taken off. And it was the summer going into my first year, I moved up to Winnipeg, and I stayed with. Few, few other wrestlers who ended up becoming my best friends and being around them and being around coach Bruce, I, I developed to, to a whole nother level. So that's to say that I didn't, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And I didn't know how good I could be until I was around the people on the Western wrestling team. And going back to your wrestling days in your childhood, were there other sports that you played? I played, I wrestled, I mostly just wrestled for a very, very long time. I played basketball when I was very young. I played a little bit of football, but once, once I was around, uh, let's see, my, once I hit my first year of high school, I dropped the other sports and 
and just wrestled. And that was, that was in large part because I uh, saw one of the uh, ultimate fighter finales. It was that, it's that famous fight between Forrest Griffin and Stefan Bonner, which is just unbelievable performance. I saw that. I said, well, how do you get into this? Oh, you, you pick a martial art. Well, in Oklahoma, you pick wrestling for your martial art. And then and the rest is history. Is there a robust wrestling scene in that state? Yes. Yes. Very, uh, very big sport. I mean, obviously, you know, football is just is massive. Right. Basketball, always going to be big. But wrestling is up there. I mean, you go to the, uh, like, the state championship at the Oklahoma State Fairgrounds, a big, you know, giant arena. It's packed full of rowdy fans. I mean, and that's an experience unto itself. That's something I cherish, too, was the opportunity to wrestle in high school in a state where it was so such a big sport. So you come into Canada West play in 2015. You finish through 2017. You didn't lose once. You won three national titles. Did you ever think that was going to happen? Oh, no. No, I didn't. I didn't think that was possible. And it's it's only looking back in retrospect. The reason it was possible is because I was, I was truly surrounded by incredible people. Like I said, before I, before I came, you know, I didn't know what I didn't know. And I didn't know the kind of athlete, the kind of performer I could be because you know what it was is that I, I hadn't been around the people who could bring that out of me. And that was, that's the most incredible thing about Winnipeg for me is, is I came to this place I never heard of, didn't know anything about. And I met, what feels like to me the, the perfect group of people to allow me to realize my potential. Where do you keep the medals for your national titles? I put them in a, like a, it's a I think it's called a shadow box. Okay. It's like uh it's like they're like, I have them, I have them hung up. Like they're behind glass, like in a portrait, but it's prominent thing. in your house. Yes. Oh, absolutely. No, I'm, I'm very proud of those medals. Showing them off. Now, yeah. <laughs> uh, not long after you, you finished up your career, wrestling was abruptly canceled uh, by the university. A number of sports were at that time in 2017. Uh, what was your reaction when that happened, and how do you feel about it now five years later? Uh, it, it, you know, it was unfortunate. I, I, was, I, was very, I was very lucky that I had just come to the end of my career. Um, and... I was laser focused, laser focused coming in, <laughs> into my career. And I graduated at the same time. Um, I, I'm definitely lucky. Not I'm, <laughs> I'll say this. I'm, I'm very lucky that it didn't happen in the middle of my career or else we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. That's true. Yeah. No, you, it, right place, right time for sure. And, and then for your teammates mm-hmm. that weren't done their careers, suddenly they had that situation where they had to figure out, well, what now? Yeah. Now, I mean, the guys, the guys I came up with, they were, they were like, we all graduated around the same time. So it was a, it was, it was a interesting transition period because me, Kyle Newen, Brock Monroe, Alexander Sofronov, everyone else, like the guys I've been wrestling with, we all, we all pretty much finished at the same time. So it was, a we, we definitely, we definitely were at the right place at the right time. So five years after your wrestling career ends, what are you doing now? So among the, you know, the many, many incredible people I met in Winnipeg, you know, I, 
I meet my teammates that I just mentioned. I meet Adrian Bruce, my coach that I mentioned. I meet uh, love of my life, Rachel Hill. And I also meet, I'm in the theater and film program, my uh, my final professor, um, film professor, uh, Rick Skeen, who is the godfather of stunts in the film scene in Winnipeg. And he brought me under his wing um, a little bit after I graduated and brought me into the film world. And that's where I am now. And I, and I, something I always wanted to do and I absolutely love it. Stunt work. Is that what you're doing? I work as a stunt performer. And I also work as an actor. Okay. You mentioned you were looking for a film program when you came here. At what point growing up did you realize that film is what something you wanted to get into? I watched Pulp Fiction in the basement of my grandma Dewanya's house in Ohio when I was, I want to say around 12 years old. And it was pretty funny. That's yeah, a, you know, it's a pretty, in some ways hard R rated movie. And my dad told her, he's like, don't watch any, you know, don't, don't let him watch anything inappropriate. And she was like, okay, brushed him off. She had a VHS player. She popped it in and watching that VHS player or watching that tape on that little TV it, it blew my mind. And that, that movie made me realize just how cool movies were. And that, that planted the seed in the back of my head. I, uh, it, I'd always made little films ever since then, like through high school, I didn't quite know what to do with it. And it was like with the wrestling, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And I come to Winnipeg and I realized, Oh man, I can actually, you know, I can be quite a good wrestler. I do the film program and I meet, I meet professors like Rick. I meet fellow students and it kind of reinvigorates that passion. And then Rick bringing me into the, to the film scene, just, uh, just poured gasoline on it. And looking back now to what you felt then, has it been as fun as you thought it would be? Oh, it's, it's more than I ever thought it could be. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's, it's what I'm, it's what I'm meant to be doing right now. I, it brings me so much joy. I, I love it. I'm sure no two days are alike, but can you say what a typical day looks like for you? Oh, let me. Well, I'll, my first day ever on set was the last day of the film. Nobody. Rick gave me a call, asked me if I'm available. Nobody is the action film with with Bob Odenkirk. Have you seen that? Uh, I have not, but I've, I'm aware of what it is. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of movies. That's on me. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty good at great action. It's, it's, it's what it is. It's like if John Wick retired mm. and had to come out of retirement, you know, obviously kill a lot of people. Anyways, final day shooting that movie. They're, they're killing tons of goons. They need more people. Rick gives me the call, brings me in. And I got to see this thing behind the scenes where they're, you know, they're firing blanks, firing these fake guns. Guys are flying all over the place, doing flips, doing this, doing that. And thanks to all the, uh, physical training I'd done through wrestling, it, it felt right at home. And you know what? I, I never knew that, that, uh, physical component of my skill set translated to film. And that day I, I saw it didn't, I realized it was a perfect fit. I'm sure you work some wonky hours, don't you? Well, yeah. Yeah. Last night was, we got off cause you know, when they, 
when they have to shoot for night, they'll, they sh- they shoot overnight. Like got got off around, I want to say maybe four four a.m. Mm. five a.m. when the sun started coming up. But you know what? It just it just adds to the roller coaster, right? It's it's so much fun. Like you said, no two days are alike. It's a it is a it's truly an adventure, and I'm I'm very fortunate to be on it. Got you out of here on this. Uh, have you ever thought of wrestling again? My wrestling days are over, but my days as a performer aren't. And it's it's wonderful that I'm able to take that. You know, wrestling as an individual sport. Not only do you learn those those physical traits, but you learn to perform in front of crowds as an individual. And I'm able to take all those years I had, and especially the years and what I learned as a Westman wrestler and translate it now into my career as a stunt performer and actor. Well, Finn, I appreciate your time tonight. Thank you very much for this conversation and best of luck with everything going forward. Thanks Christian. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB sports show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from six 30 to 9 PM. Of course, That is when the Jets are not playing, because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre- and post-game coverage. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell, until we meet again. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We try to warn you over the day. You may not share our intellect, which might explain your